and this is the good answer. Okay, so for this scenario, you're the gastroenterology registrar at the DGH. You've been asked by the medical team to see a 39-year-old gentleman in the ambulatory care unit who's been referred in by his GP with a four-week history of bloody diarrhea, which has progressed so that for the last two weeks, he's been unable to eat and drink much, uh, and he's been losing some weight. So talk to us about your initial assessment, uh, impression, and how you would uh, proceed with initial investigations. Okay. So I think with a four-week history of bloody diarrhea, um, and now the fact the patient's losing weight, um, I would want to go in with an open mind. Uh, and the two main differentials regarding his diarrhea, um, I have my mind out whether it can be infective or inflammatory. So I'd want to, first of all, before I approach the patient, get any information from the team that's referred him to see if they've got any information about the history, any examination findings, investigation findings I've done so far, um, and that might help me before I go in and see the patient. And importantly, I want to know how stable the patient is from their point of view. Um, when I see the patient, it's important for me to, given that he has had this history, just check with an A2 assessment that he is clinically and hemodynamically stable. Um, and that would be my first uh, priority. And then I'd uh, go into the history. So here I would, very important to try and understand whether this is infective or inflammatory in nature. So I try and understand um, when the diarrhea started, whether there's any temporal association with travel, um, any particular foods, and whether there's any other particular contacts that have similar symptoms to him. Um, with the diarrhea, I'd want to understand, was it the worst it's been when it first started, or has it got gradually worse? former would probably suggest more effective um, diarrhea uh, and the latter inflammatory um, and I'd also try and take a history of whether there's any family history of uh, of inflammatory bowel disease uh, whether there's keeping an open mind whether there's anything else that could be causing his diarrhea is he got any other medical problems is he on any other medications that can cause diarrhea um, uh, you know for example this could this could be I say it's unlike, uh, less likely but it could be diarrhea coupled with uh, hemorrhoids and that's the reason. Um, so keep a very open, keep, keep a very open mind here. Um, and then I would try and also ask about whether this happened before, whether he's got a history of any, uh, any extra intestinal manifestations of IBD, so that's any previous arthritis, uh, uveitis, um, and any rashes. And again, asking if that's had, had, any, had any of those in this acute setting. Uh, and then on my um, examination, again, I'd really be trying to rule out a surgical abdomen um, if this if IBD is one of my differentials here. Um, and obviously looking for, as I've mentioned, any of the extra intestinal manifestations of IBD as well. Um, and then you, you mentioned investigations. So here I'm talking about the investigations I can do at the bedside. Um, and so apart from get a full set of OBS, uh, including his temperature. You can also think about sending off um, rectal stool samples uh, for uh, stool cultures and fecal calprotectin. And then you could also uh, think about doing other investigations such as full panel of bloods, including ESR and CRP. Um, and I would also request 
uh, an abdominal film uh, to look for signs of inflammatory bowel disease and importantly to uh, uh, rule out toxic megacolon because that's the big worry if he has got such a significant flare of inflammatory bowel disease. And then with all of this, I'd be trying to get an understanding for um, how the patient is clinically and in particular the investigations would probably help me uh, would help me generate a true love wit score. Um, and you know, if the score's six or more, then that would point, point me towards patient needing patient uh, treatment and needing to come in. Uh, but yeah, that's something I decided once I've got the results of the investigations. Okay. You talked about uh, examining the patients and then some blood tests. So if you go to your pack now, uh, and you'll see the examination findings and the blood tests. I'll put them on screen there as well. So those are the examination findings there. So take a moment to go through that. Okay. Okay. And then those are the blood tests. There's quite a few on the screen. So take a few seconds and go through it. Okay, and then you also mentioned that you'd like to do some stool tests and an abdominal film. So if you then have a look at the results of those. Okay, perfect. Okay, so um, you mentioned that uh, you were thinking about calculating true level and width. So uh, on that scale, you, this would be a uh, severe flare of where it's be confirmed as inflammatory bowel disease. If that's the case, then what, what would you want to do with that patient now? Based having seen those bloods and the information you've already got. So I think seeing the bloods and knowing it's a sphere flare of inflammatory bowel disease as a primary differential diagnosis, I would now at this point be escalating his care and my management of this patient and very much involve my team. So my consultant, and the rest of the IBD team, including the IBD CNSs. There's two little things to think about here. One is the patient um, and imparting diagnosis to him, and this can be very tough. Um, and he's obviously severely unwell at the moment. So we want to do this in as uh, in as gentle a way possible, but also be firm, clear and honest about what the likely diagnosis is and what, what the next course is over the next few days to week. And then also what the longer term course may be. Um, and for that, I would definitely be involved in the rest of the IBD team. In terms of his treatment, um, I'd be talking to my consultants. One of the things we might want to uh, uh, do from here is try to organise an inpatient flexi-sig. Um, and that's something that would help us understand the, uh, again, confirm diagnosis um, and also give us a uh, it might give us an understanding as to what whether this is UC or Crohn's um, from the, some of the biopsies as well. Um, I would. Okay. Fine. So uh, you've done all of that. And if you go back to your pack now, you'll see that a flexible sigmoidoscopy was performed. Uh, and you can see the findings on there and you can see the biopsies. Uh, so tell us what, what you think would be the management plan going forward for this gentleman. This is a gentleman now who's young, severe flare of IBD with a true love width of above six uh, and investigations 
uh, investigation findings consistent with IVD. Therefore, I'll be admitting him for IV steroids. We've ruled out toxic megacolon, but uh, you know, if things weren't to improve, surgical input would be uh, would be warranted. Um, and yeah, certainly uh, admission for IV steroids and considering of escalating his medical treatment beyond that, if needed. Um, I think also whilst you're executing the IV steroids, uh, it's important to think of other things. So uh, PPI protection um, and supplementation as needed as well. Okay. And uh, you mentioned if the medical uh, therapy wasn't helping and he progressed despite the IV steroids, what would you be thinking about doing at that point? Yeah, so I think if his clinical condition uh, deteriorated, you probably look at it both clinically and uh, biochemically. So you could look at the platelet count, which is quite specific for uh, uh, GI inflammation, uh, the fecal calprotectin as well. And if he continues to deteriorate uh, at this stage, we think about escalating his treatment to biologics, so infliximab. Uh, and at that point, I think it's very important the surgeons are involved sooner rather than later so they can make clear planning for what to do in event of deterioration so that all the teams are aware uh, so this isn't an emergency emergency uh, rush of a patient they're not aware of okay thank you very much thank you